0: Hello Spectrumites and other people. Welcome to the Pancake King. Life and marriage on the spectrum. This episode will be a little bit different. I took some time to sit down with my youngest brother Hudson and catch up with him after he was away at school for nine months. In every episode of this show, I say that this is also about giving you a window into my life through conversations with friends and family, and this episode is a perfect example of that. If you would prefer to listen to me talk about autism again, this kind of episode doesn't happen often, and next week I'll be back with another autism-centered episode. I hope you stay for this episode, though. I had a lot of fun with this conversation about Hudson's time away, and I think you will too. Now to get into it. Hello, you're listening to the the on-the-road edition of The Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum, where I, Forrest, sit down with friends and family at different places to give you a window into my life and share stories. So, we're down at Cool Beans in our area. Yes, we are. And uh, I didn't realize that they had changed locations. Yeah. So, We got yeah.
1: down, and the sign was there, but it was all blacked out.
0: Yep. All blacked, all blacked out. out. I, w- we I went there forever it ago.
1: Lease sign was up. It's, uh, it's for sale now.
0: <laughs> yeah. And no one's bought it. Do you know no. when it closed down?
1: It closed down before I left, so at least over a year ago okay and
0: but it was such a short drive i mean it was still a short drive but right it was yeah.
1: it was like another according to my phone it was 0. 0.8 miles
0: yeah <laughs> for this, the new location <laughs> so where we're sitting in right now this used to be like a bar and um i came here and did it and did a marvel cinematic universe trivia uh in 2019 so,
1: you were 21 in 2019? Yeah, I guess you would have yeah. Yeah. so um, <laughs> would have been like 24 or something. I can't, remember, <laughs> I can't
0: remember if Avengers Endgame was either coming up or it had just come out, you know. But that mm. that's what like we were a baby. doing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, so that was the trivia. So, yeah. So you're my youngest brother, Hudson. I that's am. The, that's the fact to, to get down. Okay. And, uh, so Good I to just, know. I wasn't yeah. sure. I need some clarification <laughs> on that. I didn't know quite... If that was the case. So we're just kind of doing something fun. We're just coming down to Cool Beans and, um, you know, having a conversation. Hudson, you've been out of town for nine months.
1: I was. Yeah, I was in Duluth, Minnesota, the Great White North. So for people who know just how hot the Quad Cities gets in the summer, I went from negative 40-degree winter to... and For seven out of the nine months I was in Duluth, it was winter. Mm -hmm. Like, it was at least 30 degrees or colder, and there was snow. right. Or ninety percent of the time, there was no spring, there was no fall, and there's a little bit of fall, but there's really no spring. It was just winter and winter. Um, we have what's called full spring, mm-hmm. uh, and then second winter. So we have winter, full spring, which is like the week that's kind of stretch to warm up, and then and then second winter, and then
0: false spring, and then third winter. So basically the same as mid as the Midwest. Even, well, it is the Midwest, oh, yeah, but even yeah. here.
1: We we just goes just winter and the spring and then like sometime in March or April supposed just warm up, but in Duluth it was in the 30s even till, May. But right. I was wearing shorts because it felt amazing, and then I came here and it was 100 degrees and I questioned my existence on this planet.
0: <laughs> um, well as a for me, as someone who works in a warehouse, uh, if it was 100 degrees that day, that meant it was, like, an extra hundred, uh, extra 10. Yeah. So it was, like, 100 it would be 110 degrees. They always give out, like, water and Gatorade, you know, mm-hmm. almost because they have to. Right. I mean, if someone dies in there, that's on them.
1: It's required so. by the company. I have an app that I have when I was working at Chick-fil-A. I used to work at Chick-fil-A for, like, two years. Uh-huh. You already know that. They don't. Yeah. Right. But I worked at Chick-fil-A for a couple of years. And as a manager, I had to have an app on my phone that told me what the heating index was. Because we had people outside taking orders, helping customers. And so after, at a certain temperatures, we had to do certain things for them, provide certain things for them. And most of the time, they just meant taking them inside every 30 minutes like a cat. Um, but, you know, taking them inside, rotating them, giving them popsicles and water, making sure so they're taken care of. And most of the time, other managers didn't take care of them. I was the one who took care of them. But, you
0: know. Oh, yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> no, it's true. Other managers would leave them out for hours <laughs> mm-hmm. in 110 degree weather, and they would be just sweating and burning. And, you know, a friend of mine worked there for a few months, and he got a sunburn so bad one day, he was just red all over him because he was outside too long. And he kept calling, asking me to trade it out. Asked him to trade it out. It was over 100 degrees out.
0: Right, right. So. Um you're you're around Minnesota for nine months. What was that like, just the living situation part of it?
1: So. Well that was that was a funny thing because I was in a two bedroom apartment with four guys including myself. Okay. I thought so, I heard
0: it was like a one bedroom or like not even a one bedroom but like a studio.
1: No, it was a two bedroom apartment. It had two two floors to it. Not very big floors, but it had two floors to it, so that's saying something. Okay. But it had living room, tiny little dining room, small little kitchen. Kitchen wasn't too bad. I mean, living room and dining room and kitchen was about what your apartment is. Okay. Like, it's that's that's what the first floor was. And then the second floor was the two bedrooms and the bathroom. Um, and so I shared a be- bedroom with two other guys who were my classmates. They're my roommates. We had a bunk bed and a twin bed. And it was not a big bedroom at all so literally as we're moving in we're bringing in all our stuff into the bedroom and we're like how is this gonna work like we got everybody's stuff unloaded and in the bedroom even some stuff was downstairs but like we had most of our clothes and stuff in the bedroom and Carson had like gone off to hang out with his family because you know whatever I guess he cares about his family but before before they leave (laughs) and because that was the day he's being dropped off and me and Zach are looking at the room like how is this gonna how is this gonna work Mm we we had no idea like how we we're gonna fit everything and we did we made it all fit we made it work but it was tight it was tight man we had maybe 50 square feet of walking room in that in that bedroom and then there was the guy who was hosting us he was our he was our host dad i guess you could call him brandon right this wonderful man bought us so much food it's great but yeah so i mean it wasn't too bad it was a little tight there wasn't much privacy so like we couldn't like if I wanted to have a private phone call, i had to go out to my car, basically, oh. or stand outside. Which seven out of the nine months, that wasn't an option to stand outside. Right. So I'd often go out to my car. But then I totaled two cars in the span of three months. <laughs> so, yeah. And
0: then uh, you couldn't drive for the rest of the time you were out there. And then there, I couldn't right? drive for
1: the last yeah. like three months that I was out there. And
0: then you finally, uh, someone was finally able to like lend you a car at least to borrow. But yeah. the problem is that you didn't even have the money to pay for gas. So you still no, don't drive the very issue. much.
1: I had money Even for no. gas. The issue was I totaled his car. That was the second <laughs> car. So I don't know if I ever told you this. I'm starting to wonder. I don't know. I don't think I told you this.
0: Probably not. In fact, that's why. I, that's one of the reasons why we're here. Most of this, I'm in the dark. Oh, yeah. You know.
1: So okay. <laughs> so
0: <laughs>
1: it's January, right? It's negative 30 degrees outside on a good day. Right. It's cold. I'm driving along i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna get a good workout in it's a good day i'm having a good day
0: <laughs> you got a gym membership out there no oh, i had okay. the y it
1: was at the ymca oh, okay. it was a national thing so i was able to just go there and be like hey i have a membership here and they're like okay they're let me in. but yeah as i'm driving on like the main road of, of duluth like it's called arrowhead road it's like one of the main roads there i'm like i'm really i'm excited to go to the gym and the car just like it breaks down I'm, Hey! Oh no! So I pull off, and I'm like, maybe it's just cold because I didn't let it heat up much. So I'm like, maybe it's just cold. You know, I gotta warm it up a little bit. Right. So I let it run for about 15 solid minutes, and then driving down, get another like half a mile down, and it breaks down again. I'm like oh. <laughs> So I pull into the parking lot, and I'm like, maybe it just needs oil. Maybe I just, you know, haven't been keeping up on the oil enough. So I grab. I had two quarts of oil, and had an oil like sealant because my car. I thought my car was leaking oil so I bought the sealant that was supposed to help with the leak and it basically acts as a quart of oil so I'm putting all that into the car I'm loading it up with the oil and this is, is all while it's
0: still like negative 30, Right. well it's know. like
1: negative yeah. 20 negative 30 outside so I'm freezing while I'm doing this but I've got like my hat, scarf big old coat and gloves like I'm all suited up <laughs> I'm right, but I mean like joggers because I'm about to go to the gym so my legs are cold that's okay and so I put in the oil I start driving breaks down again and the <laughs> closest thing that I can pull into is the do not enter of a elect of the electrical company mm. of minnesota electric or whatever it was called and it was like their exit gate for their semis and stuff right so i'm pulling into a do not enter because that's the closest thing and my car's breaking down there's no shoulder either it's like kimberly basically but not <laughs> as hilly and not as busy Well, it's All just right. as busy and so i'm sitting there i'm in the driveway i'm like what am i gonna do? And the car will start, but after about a minute, it just dies. Okay. Zach drives by me, because he was heading somewhere, I remember where. And he pulls in, he's like, hey, is everything okay? I'm like, excuse me, I don't really know. I don't know what happened. It just died. I will, I'm will. i going to call a tow and see if I can't get it towed back to the apartment or to um, a mechanic or something. And he's like, okay, well, let me know if you need anything, let me you know. I said, well, you know, I'll have you pick me up when it's towed, but I need to sit out here, because he needed to go somewhere.
0: Right.
1: He was meeting with somebody or something, and I was like, yeah, I just, I'll just text you and let you know when you, when I need to be picked up, but I gotta wait here for a tow until then. Right. And so I call the tow company, and they're like, yeah, we'll send somebody out there to pick it up. <laughs> and then I call... It takes two hours. <laughs> uh, it took about an hour. Oh, okay. Um, And then I call the electric company, and it's being like, hey... I parked in your do not enter. Is that okay? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. We don't have any more people leaving for the day. We're about to close up anyway. It's fine. You don't mm-hmm. have to worry about it. You can just leave it there and just let us know when it's gone. Right. I never called them back to let them know it was gone. I forgot. <laughs> but it's all right. Um, and so I'm, like, texting different people. I'm texting my parents. I'm texting
0: <laughs> Andrew. Your par- And your parents are miles and miles, away. 460 hours hours miles away, away. Yeah. yeah. So I'm texting them just
1: to see what I should do. And like, yeah, I should just get a toad. And so I had them it to a mechanic, and I'm like talking to Andrew, and, who's a mechanic that we know, um, works at a Honda dealership actually, which is funny because it was a Honda CRV, so it worked out. And he's like, "Yeah, I don't really know what that would be, you know, without looking at it further." Oh, so I get it towed to a tow to a mechanic. I got a call like a few days later, and they're like, "Yeah, your engine's completely locked up. I said, oh, it's been oh. burning oil for a long time." and which what happens when it burns oil is the oil gets all sorts of into the system it gets into combustion chamber right so basically just gams up your engine right it just it's basically like pouring goo over your engine and It just freezes <laughs> over just yeah and so they said you need a new engine and it'll cost about 500, five hundred five thousand four hundred dollars oh wow so it totaled the car basically. money that you don't have money obviously. that i don't have <laughs> that's how much my tuition is six thousand so the car is totaled that's what that means more to fix than it costs to than than it's worth and so i'm like well i guess i'll i'll get you know i'll just get it towed or get it i'll 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 sell it to like a junkyard somewhere and have them tow it mechanic can't can't find my keys they've lost (laughs) the keys to the car i'm so mad because i'm like you know i'm out of vehicle and i can't even like get money for the vehicle yet so i don't even have like the money to like use to you know do other things with my life and so i i'm f- this goes on with the, the mechanic for like 3 weeks of me calling them and be like hey did you mm-hmm. find my keys hey did you find my keys? no we didn't find them no, we didn't. so finally i go over there and i didn't handle it very well because i go in there and i'm mad The guy later (laughs) described it as a bull walking into a China shop. (laughs) Uh, And I'm just like, I'm like, you have three choices. You have three options. You can find my keys. um, You can pay for the car. You can buy the car off of me. Or I'll call the cops and report stolen property. Wow. the guy was like, I'll have somebody come down and make you a new key. Not my best moment. Not my proudest moment. (laughs) And... So, the so next day...
0: That, that'd that be... For me, if I was in that situation, I think a few four-letter words would have ended up being dropped. Mm-hmm. Working in a warehouse for three years, it kind of rubs off on you.
1: But... So, I... Um, the next day, we're out for... It's like compassion week for HLI.
0: <laughs> Speaking of compassion, right. and the opposite <laughs> oh, yeah, of that. I didn't that. think about that. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. It was not compassionate <laughs> at all. It was not loving at all. But... Um, so we're out at this homeless shelter, and this guy is, like, telling us about it. He's giving us a tour. And at the end of it, they're like, okay, you guys, we're going to head back to the church, and we're going to do a little exercise for the class. Mm-hmm. And Jackson's like, hey, you're riding with me. Uh-huh. And Jackson is my HLA director. He's the guy who's in charge of us. And he takes me down on the mechanic. And um, he, he, he goes, you know... What do you do when you feel threatened? And I was oh. like, I was like, well, I don't respond well. I usually freeze up. And he goes, no, you get pretty aggressive when you feel threatened. I'm like, okay, yeah. He goes, How do you think that guy felt when you threatened him? Mm-hmm. And I was like, not well. And so he was there? No, he wasn't he there, was but there. he heard about it. Because okay. I had texted his dad, and I was like, hey, could you come down? I wanted him to come down to the mechanic with me, so I had an adult with me. Or right. a more adult-looking person with me. But um and so he was and I told him what I was gonna do and so Michael never texts me back, he just talked to Jackson, he's like, You need to get your students in line. Right. And wow. um and so and Jackson was very nice and loving about it. But Jackson goes in um and with me and he's like, Hey like, you know, just wondering what the update is and he's like, Yeah, I got a guy coming down in about an hour to make a key, like make a replacement key. Or a few hours, you know. Um, and so we go outside to get stuff, get my stuff out of the car, so I can put it in Jackson's car, because we were gonna have a towed once we get the key. Mm-hmm. And um, I got somebody to buy the car off oh. me, like a like a junkyard. What I later discovered is that they were actually an auction company and that they they flip cars. So right. they got a steal for it because they only paid five hundred dollars for it. That's how much they sold it for. is five hundred. It's probably worth two grand parts alone. But so we get all the stuff out and then Jackson's like, wait here. And so uh-huh. he goes in, he talks to the guy, the mechanic, he's talking in there for like, you know, maybe ten minutes. I'm waiting out in his car. He comes out and he goes, You know I, you know what I you wanna know what I learned? He said and he told me, he goes, The mechanic said that you came in there charging like a like a,
0: a bowl, bowl in a china shop. shop. Yeah.
1: And he said and Jackson said to me that he said, and it's really hard to right, convey that, but right. he goes He said that, you know, I'm from Boston. I don't take from nobody, like crap from nobody. And so I wasn't having that. And so that put me on the defense automatically. And Jackson told me that, you know, the guy had told him that his mother was in the hospital. He had had a really hard week. And I was like, oh. You're just making it worse. (laughs) I just felt like, I felt so bad. And so he goes, so I'm going to have, you're going to have to go in there and apologize. Oh, wow. I was like. All right, fair, fair. Okay, <laughs> so I go in there, I apologize, and the guy was super understanding. He was like, "Yeah, that's all right, man. You know, he came in there like a bull in a china shop, and <laughs> right. I'm from Boston, and you know, so we don't take crap from nobody." So basically, told me what Jackson, what he told Jackson. So, yeah. You know, but man, I totally understand. It's all right, you know. Uh, he said, actually, because of that, we implemented a new system for our keys. <laughs> he said, he said we actually now make sure that anytime. You know, we use the keys. They're with this big old, like, envelope, this big clear envelope, which is actually used a lot in mechanic shops. Right. With all the cars information, documentation, the keys are with that at all times. And he said, we never let them, you know, go anywhere else and, you know, we make sure that we take this out with us every time we use the keys. And he said, we actually just implemented a complete new system just for that. And he said, I said, is there anything I can do for you, man? Like, I feel really bad and I'm sorry. He goes, just leave a good review on Google, like on, you know, just leave a (laughs) good review on Google and, and, you know, I'll, I'll I'll be fine. And I was like, all right, man. He said, you know Five stars. The service was perfect. I said, service was amazing. (laughs) The guy was super (laughs) friendly and helped me out. And, um, he said that, uh, he said that if I, if I went to go buy a car before I left Duluth, I could take it to him and he'd do a pre-purchase inspection for free. Oh, She's nice. a super great guy. Nice. So that was my first car. Oh, Second wow. car is a shorter story. <laughs> because I had it for about a week before I crashed it. So this guy is my mentor. In, he was my mentor in HLI. He, he's a guy from the church, and we're supposed to ask people to be on mentors and talk to us and people we can ask questions. His name was Dane. Wonderful man. He was heading overseas for something. He works in the Air Force. And so he has he has like six cars he's not mm. rich he has six beaters right. or mid-tier cars but he has six cars you know so he's like hey you can borrow my car see does he the collect
0: them Is he just, he he just c- likes cars he's, okay. he's, he
1: okay. works with cars quite a bit he's not like a professional mechanic but he knows his way around a car right and he had this infinity which I don't know if you know about infinities but they're nice cars they're yeah. considered higher end cars it was an older infinity it was like 2003 and he had two of the exact same car One of them was great shape. The other one was like missing a rear bumper, super beat up. He gives me that one Mm -hmm. naturally because it's the worst car. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I just bought this as a parts car and ended up, you know, driving it a bunch. So you, but you can drive it around until the end of HLI. I was like, awesome. (laughs) Two, like one or two weeks in, I'm on my way to meet up with somebody, another mentor at a coffee shop, driving on their own, take a wrong turn. I'm like, oh, shoot. So I'm driving down an unfamiliar road. There's four-way stops all the way down except for this one.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Which is a two-way stop for the people going down the hill. And it's just a one-way. No stop going the other way. It's like 40 miles an hour. And there's cars parked all the way up to the end. So I can't see this guy until the last minute. I kind of come to a rolling stop, but I wasn't really paying attention. I'm looking at my phone for directions. And I'm like, like, I'm just all over the place. I'm tired. It's the morning which is not an excuse. I kind of roll into the stop, but I don't really stop, and then I just get T-boned <laughs> right in the driver's side door. Oh, uh, wow. And a testament to that car, I did the stupid thing and slammed on the brakes, so I just stopped in front of his car instead of maybe, like, you know, accelerating and missing him, but I stopped in front of his car as he hit me, so he just hit me at a dead stop. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. But the infinity literally moved, like, 15 degrees. Like It barely moved at all because it's just Big SUV, like it's this big SUV on these massive tires, and it was already super beat up. Right. And so I had to get that car towed. And it was funny. Because I called the guy's wife. I hope oh, he's not oh. listening to this. <laughs> but because I called the guy's wife and I'm like, hey, because you know she's still home. I'm like, hey, this is what happened, I got in a wreck, and she goes, Oh thank god, I hated that car from the day he brought it home. <laughs>
0: You did me a service. <laughs> yeah, she was like, honestly,
1: right. that works out perfectly because I did not like that car at all. She goes, it's so ugly, and it took up more space in our yard, and I'm like,
0: okay. But, this all, but the, it's funny how she says that because it means that by by getting this car, you know, just demolished it, though, mm-hmm. it still risked your life in the end. It's like, oh, thank God you risked your okay. life.
1: <laughs> well, and I I didn't, no, nobody was hurt. Mm-hmm. The guy who was driving was just on his way to work. He was a nice guy, but he seemed like really kind of shaken up afterwards. He was like, oh like But he was really nice and he handled it really well and, Nice. You know, but the cops did come and we talked to the cops about it. I got a citation for for failing to observe a stop sign, which is fair. Uh huh. But now in the state of Illinois, if I get one more mm-hmm. thing, if I get one more ticket Oh yeah, my my license yeah. is
0: suspended for two years. Yep, yeah, my mom did tell me about this. Yeah. did I tell you about the Did I tell you about the time I finally got a parking ticket downtown a couple weeks ago?
1: This a was after, ticket?
0: Yeah, this was part. This was after parking maybe three in three separate places, three different times on the same day. Finally got a parking ticket the third time. And, did you like um, not
1: hire, Did you park in like a no parking zone, or did you? I
0: might have like parked just slightly off of it, and that's the problem. Is that like sometimes it's not always clear. And what's funny too is I didn't see the parking ticket when I got in the car, so I was I was wearing that thing on the way back home like a scarlet letter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think people were even like honking at me, like trying to get my attention. is like, yo, you got a parking ticket in your windshield. I looked. I'm like, please tell me that's a receipt of mine that just blew up to the windshield. Nope, that is on the outside. Did you and pay I the ticket? Tucked. Yeah, I, I paid it. Oh, of course you could contested
1: did. it. If it was like at a super, if you couldn't tell where you could not couldn't park, you can contest that. You can basically, you know, you can set up a court date and sometimes the person who wrote you the ticket won't even show up. Right. But, and then that immediately is dismissed. Yeah. But you can show up and you can be like, dude, it was super unclear right. where I couldn't, couldn't park, I could not tell, yeah. and then they'll usually waive it. If you give some sort of substantial evidence for the fact that you couldn't tell, like if it was, if you could like had like photos of the signage and mm-hmm. why and how it wasn't, like you could, you know, kind of prove, hey, these these signs did not tell me very clearly that I couldn't park here, I couldn't tell, mm-hmm. they'll waive it. There's a good chance they'll waive it and you don't have to pay the ticket.
0: That's uh, that's good to know for next time. Not this time, though. That's too late. Uh, I was wondering if you could actually share a little bit more about your story when you ended up uh, getting uh, quarantined because someone ended up with COVID at the school. Mm-hmm. And so you ended up quarantined. You ended up isolated for a little while. What was that like?
1: Well, it happened twice.
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard that it happened twice. I just don't know the details about it. All I know is that you never had the time of day to be able to get through three seasons of Daredevil until at one point when you blasted through them and I'm like yeah how did he find all that time so, so
1: short answer for the daredevil thing I caught up on a lot of homework that's all it was oh okay I wasn't doing homework late at night anymore so I was just binge watching daredevil right that was that was simply it. I caught up on my homework <laughs> <laughs> which you know I should have done a lot sooner but yeah, that gave me time show. to watch daredevil but for the thing of quarantining so I'm not allowed to disclose who it was that got sick so that would be like a violation of their privacy right Somebody in the church got COVID and spread it to a bunch of other people. That's all that happened. But in the beginning of. Excuse me. During. First time was literally. Okay. Let me back up like a few weeks here. (laughs) So. Sadly. My grandpa passes,
0: right? Yeah. Uh huh.
1: I get flown out to New Mexico. Yep. For the funeral. I'm in New Mexico Sunday to Wednesday I come back Wednesday It's great being in Mexico I see my cousins You know yep. Family That I haven't seen in years And years and years It's great I'm in New Mexico I come back From New Mexico And then The next week is Thanksgiving So I literally I'm in And Yeah So the, this is November It's like the second Second week of November Or whatever Go to New Mexico one week The next week I go back home For Thanksgiving Yeah so I'm literally back in Duluth from New Mexico for like four days before I have to leave again for home. Right. I come back home for Thanksgiving. A week goes by. Someone <laughs> shall remain nameless. <laughs> Had symptoms. Didn't get tested because he thought it was fine because he was vaccinated. And get, like got COVID, tested positive. And they were like, okay, well... Y'all have to quarantine for 10 days because you are exposed. Well, okay, that's not true. <laughs> I had to quarantine for 10 days because at the time I was not vaccinated. I had to quarantine for 14 days. Right. For two weeks. Well, in two weeks was when we went home for Christmas. So I was just like, I talked to Jackson. He goes, do you want to just go home? Like, you can just go home early. Everybody's going to do class online. Yeah. You can just go home. Right. And I was like, yeah, heck yeah, I'll
0: go yeah. home. Yeah. Obviously So a I went home And I yeah. got
1: to spend Five weeks at home Instead of just three
0: <laughs> Right And
1: then We went back And everything was fine And you're Fine in Daniel Back in January The last Full week of HLI The week before we graduate Right Someone gets Someone <laughs> Who again <laughs> Shall remain nameless But it's a different person This time Yeah Gets COVID <laughs> this time all the rules are changed it's only
0: five days this time right because they shortened it yeah right Mm -hmm.
1: so everyone with the exception of one person for reasons i cannot disclose has to quarantine for five days that one person is fine they can still do participate because we had a women's conference that weekend yeah so he still gets to participate in that and help out with that and go to church and everything he's fine the other people involved have to quarantine I'm quarantining with one of my roommates. (laughs) We're just online. I think we bonded more than we ever had the entire HLI. Probably, I can see that, yeah. Me and that person did not get along most of HLI.
0: Yeah.
1: It was mostly my fault, but we didn't get along much. We just butted heads constantly. Pretty much constantly. And we lived together, so that made things fun. But we bonded a ton... Sitting at home on our laptops doing the helping because we still do help out the women's conference online, right? And like pray for women, which is weird, but (laughs) because I don't think they're expecting a man (laughs) to respond to their message (laughs) at the women's conference, right? But we helped out in that way in that capacity. We, yeah, we literally just sat in the apartment. Laptops. We played a lot of phone games during the sessions because, like, this is all stuff for, geared towards women. This isn't relevant to us at all.
0: Uh, and this was when uh, Halo Infinite also came out right around that time. Oh, so... Halo Infinite came out
1: five months before. Oh, this. five months before. This. So yeah. you were playing
0: that, maybe, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I played a little bit yeah. of Halo
1: Infinite. So, you know, that was all we did. And then we came back. Uh, our director can't let us come back just in time for our final project day was fantastic, it went really well. I played as a Jimmy Fallon character nice. um, for our show, as like a Tonight Show type deal, and I was also the cook. I think, uh, you know, Don't. I hope none of my classmates were listening, because I did most of the work. No, but uh, <laughs> like, um, I was on stage the entire time. Right. Everybody else, because they were guests, were cycling through, but it was, we, we made sure that the talking parts were still equal. But yeah, so the cooking was fantastic I got to cook with you know Carson which I just I absolutely love cooking with him that was so much fun um, he doesn't think he's a cook he's not bad he's pretty good actually yeah but yeah, he, he just doesn't know how to do. cut an avocado <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah so you know That was what the, I don't know if that answers your question, but that was what the quarantine experience was like. It wasn't too bad. Maybe I was, maybe I was
0: hoping for something like, uh, almost as equally as bizarre or just as crazy as the car stories, but it kind of just sounds like (laughs) it was pretty boring. It sounded like my, (laughs) sounded like my two week long quarantine. Quarantine is boring. I was just like, I was just at home for two weeks and, um, thanks to the power of discord, I was still able to connect with my friends and play Minecraft and all that type of stuff. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I wanted now. I want to do another episode where we, where you tell more stories about being out in Minnesota, because I'm sure there's plenty of do,
1: them. Do you want one small short story?
0: Yeah, I think we have time for that. Okay. And then I have like one more question after that. Gotcha. So, yeah. So,
1: remember how I said my car broke down? Yes. Like the second week I was back in January. That was like that was like two weeks in to being back home or right. being back in Duluth after Christmas break. My car breaks down on Monday. On Thursday, I sprained my ankle. (laughs) So not only have I lost my ability to drive anywhere, I also can't walk anywhere. (laughs) I was so irritable. I was like, I was just in a terrible mood the entire, but like after that, like I'm literally ice skating and I'm not bad at ice skating. I can actually do it pretty fairly decently for somebody who's only been skating like for a few months. I and I actually really enjoy it. And I was skating, mm-hmm. and then like I noticed like a couple, like a few of my classmates that kind of stopped to talk. So like I don't know what i you talking about. So like I I skate up and then I go to do a hockey stop, mm-hmm. which a hockey stop is basically where you just twist and you stop, and it's super easy. I, I've done it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. And I go to do that, my foot gets caught on like a like an irregularity in the ice because it was an outdoor ice skating rink, so it was kind of rough. Right. It wasn't right. Wasn't super smooth. And so my foot gets caught. I fall, but my ankle still kind of like, because the blade was stuck in the ice, it kind of oh. like, and I heard it pop, oh. and I still to this day have issues oh. with my ankle, where if I like, accidentally twist it the wrong way, it'll pop, and it hurts wow. like, heck, for like ten minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't put any weight on it, otherwise it'll pop, and I'm like, on the ground. But That's insane. Uh, wow. So I'm like, sitting there, again, it's ten degrees outside, it's still really cold. It wasn't too bad that day, because obviously we were out ice skating. That drives me to the ER. My insurance doesn't work in Minnesota for some reason. <laughs> it only works in Illinois and Michigan, <laughs> which I don't understand. <laughs> but, and it's only like if it's a life or death situation. So I'm like, screw it. I'm going to do my own health care. And I go This over is all Walgreens. happening. And it, and this, you know, <laughs> just, I'm just, just thinking about
0: this. I'm, I'm thinking about the fact that this is all happening while I'm, you know, back here, hours away from you, just like casually going to work every day <laughs> right. and just minding, <laughs> <Right>. minding <laughs> <Yeah>. my business.
1: <laughs> but I, so I go to the ER, the, uh the urgent care, I mean, yeah. and they're like, no, we don't take your insurance. Like, Screw it, I'll do my own healthcare. We go over to Walgreens, I buy an ankle brace and a pair of crutches. Well, no, Jackson had a pair of crutches mm-hmm. that he had used when he had in, injured himself when he was my age. He says, you can, get, you can borrow mm-hmm. mine. They had like super worn out pads. So I went and mm-hmm. bought new pads and uh, uh ankle brace. And so I'm on crutches for like a week. Yeah. Uh and we were supposed to immediately after that go to this guy from the church his house for dinner. Right. And he's a young guy. He was did HLI the year before. year before us. So we're supposed to go to his house for sushi and I'm like literally just like sitting on the couch. They're like in the lit dining room, chatting having a great little time I'm just like Eat my sushi. Just like super angry because I'm like, <laughs> you know, in horrible pain. And so I'm like, I'm like cycling uh, ibuprofen and Tylenol to, nice. like, nice. every two hours. But yeah, it was. That was like literally the same way because my car broke down.
0: You remember when I twisted my ankle early last year, right? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was on the bus too. Like it just like it just kind of like it just caved. Like I um, dislocated. I dislocated my ankle. Yeah and then accidentally popped it back into place. So it was like, it, it hurt both times. But I just remember like, I got off the bus, thank God I drive now, but I got off the bus and I like limped all the way back home. By the time I got back home, I was in so much pain. Words started coming out that I'm not proud of, but it was one of those things, it was like it just, it just opened the floodgates. And um, I was out of work for three weeks oh after, so I caught COVID, was out for two weeks, um, then I went back to work for two weeks. Um, went uh, my you know my wife and I went on our wedding anniversary, so I was away from work for a week. And then when I came back two days later, twisted my ankle and was out for three weeks. So it was the only time I ever. It was the last time I beat a video game all the way through because <laughs> I had the time to. So,
1: did you yeah. get paid time for
0: that? In, uh, time? no. Oh. For being out for three weeks, no. Not in this case. Dang. Um, yeah. And so, like, we've got to do another episode of this because I'm sure you have, like, so many other stories you I could tell if stories. you wanted to. Yeah. But now that you're back, I just wanted to kind of wrap it up with this. Now that you're back, um, so you're back. You finally just got a job. I was actually going yeah. to, I was planning on saying coming into this episode, so you're back here. You live with your parents you don't have a job you don't have money you don't have a car right and not to like and it's not to like like trash <laughs> you or anything like that or criticize you it's just to point out the fact that you're li- you you've come back and you literally have a clean slate yep so where you go from here can practically be anywhere, be anywhere. so does really that
1: doesn't require a degree <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: so have you really like um, given that much thought now that you practically have, like, a clean slate to work off of. Yeah, I mean, just... I've
1: built on that clean slate already. Mm -hmm. I have a couple not clean items. Well, they are clean, but (laughs) not
0: clean. The
1: slate is no longer clean. Yeah. Um, But I have started working at the Vineyard Church of Davenport. Uh Uh-huh. In Davenport. Right. uh, As the youth coordinator. Uh Uh-huh. So that means I coordinate the youths. No, I... I, (laughs) I'm a I, coordinate youth coordinator. Youth I coordinate the and youth and the youth nights yeah. and I make sure that they don't break church property I teach them about Jesus and I make sure everything goes smoothly and I build relationships with them and I basically everything that a youth pastor does but without some of the title or pastoral aspects of things right um it'll event the hope is it'll eventually turn into a youth pastor position who knows you know only only God and time will tell but you know um Working two jobs, um dating someone I love, uh, I'm still living with my parents and I don't have a car. <laughs> but I'm working on getting a car. I have a living situation set up for when I do get a car. Oh, that's good. Um, I'm gonna, the plan is to live with a family from the church who's kind of almost empty nesters, not quite. Right. But they have a massive house and lots of bedrooms. So the plan is to live with them until I can afford an apartment. So it's, you know, Kind of slow, steady, just kind of taking my time. Why not with take to the it.
0: apartment that uh, uh, our parents own, you know?
1: Because I don't want to live in that neighborhood. <laughs> I, I, I lived I in that it. That was my
0: first apartment. I mean, not, not that one specifically, but I lived in, that, in but the But it would be cheaper
1: for me to get a bigger, nicer apartment in Davenport and split it with somebody. Yeah, that's true. So I'd prefer to do that.
0: I didn't, I, I couldn't like, I couldn't have a roommate at that point. I was on a time crunch. I had two weeks, two weeks to find an apartment, not because of anything personal going on with uh, my parents, but because Mm -hmm. I was literally between places. Right. And uh, I had two weeks to find a new apartment. It thankfully only took me one, and I lived with a friend of mine, and I kind of, I wanted to live with him, like, long-term, and then after a week was like, no, I yeah. don't, I can't do this. It, like, it wasn't a studio, but it might as well have been, because the living room, the kitchen, and the dining area was all the same room, and the only place I could escape to to talk on the phone was the bathroom. Um. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. After a week, I was <laughs> relieved that I found a place. And again, of course, it's nothing personal against so my friend, we're still friends now, we still hang out, but... It it, it was, like, basically the lesson I needed to learn that I can't live with a friend or it will drive me nuts. Well,
1: and, you know, you guys didn't have much space to yourselves. No. It's kind of a big deal. Almost none. But, I mean, I'm looking at, like, a two-bedroom apartment I found in Davenport that's pretty nice. It's got, you know, it's great property. It's in a safer area of Davenport. And rent wouldn't be too bad if I split it with somebody. Right. So that's definitely a very real consideration. I just have to find somebody to live with. Right. Which is also kind of difficult. It is.
0: There's a lot of different factors that go into it. You had to consider, well, do I do I really want to live with this friend, you know?
1: Speaking of clean slate, on our way... So, and this is a story for another time. I got my AirPods stolen while I was in Duluth. <laughs> not in Duluth, actually, when I was in three hours west of it, nearby yeah. Fargo. I was in Detroit Lakes, which is not in Michigan. It's in, Duluth, mm-hmm. it's in Minnesota. I was in Detroit Lakes, and they got stolen. Anyway, on our way back from Detroit Lakes to Duluth... Zach, my roommate, one of my roommates turns around and goes, So let's talk about let's go around and say what we what we came into H L I with that we're not leaving with <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, Hudson, why don't you start? And I just gave him like I just declared it and I'm like Don't start this man.
0: Well uh, plus those things are like um those are... Like, like $280. 280 yeah. I, yeah. I've seen yeah. much more expensive ones Yeah, now, and but...
1: Thankfully, they weren't my headphones, my Sony headphones. Those were $350. Yeah. Those fell off of my car Yeah. Uh, onto the road. <laughs> yeah. I had to rescue them. They got hit by a car. They still survived. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, coming out with not a whole lot materially, coming out with a lot spiritually and emotionally, coming out with not much materially, which is kind of... It is kind of nice. You mm-hmm. know, there's less pressure, less to, to kind of maintain things. And there's mm-hmm. just don't have to pay for gas. don't have to pay yeah. for car insurance, which will be expensive, especially since I've been in a wreck.
0: Yeah. And right. car insurance
1: prices have gone up. But, yeah, it's not too bad. No. You know, just yeah. building it slowly. With pressure to build it super fast.
0: Yeah, sometimes I wish <laughs> I had a clean slate. Not that I don't... Not that I want everything you know in my life out of course right. but just like to be able to feel like i it's can a lighter yeah, yeah i have something a little bit lighter and that's kind of something i'm working on this podcast being one of them so yeah we should definitely do this again this was oh, uh, shit. absolutely fantastic
1: i have more stories oh i'm no, sure can, you do i can, I can yeah. work on more stories
0: yeah i was gonna call this like on the road edition maybe i should just call it storytelling with hudson but yeah. right. um yeah we'll, we'll do this again sometime sound good sure <laughs> sounds great all right awesome Hey guys, while I have you, I'd like to promote a singer and songwriter I've had the pleasure of getting to know. David Angus. David has produced music for me in the past, including the opening song of my audio drama, Mortal Deity, which you can find on my YouTube channel, Productions. Check out his music on Spotify and download his albums when the clubs come out and his latest afters at the casino. I know he'll appreciate it. Hey guys, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, write a review to help the show grow, and subscribe to my Substack at thepancakeking.substack.com to receive updates on new podcast episodes, a new blog post every Saturday, and other content I may put out. You can also check out the entertainment me, KG, and my friends make together on our YouTube channel, Vanzot Productions. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.